So Jade and I are back. We are here to talk about sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. I'm talking about you and me. Talking about all the juicy stuff. Yeah. All the <laughs> controversial stuff. Um, but yeah, we wanted to talk about this because we're both starting to almost like come into our own sexuality yeah yeah like kind of take ownership and like exploring yeah explore and learn more you know understand ourselves more yeah and just all of that stuff yeah it's fun (laughs) it is fun (laughs) it's it's overwhelming sometimes so definitely yeah Yeah. (laughs) i get nervous now yeah i'm like more fluid and so i'm like it feels new almost like porn it's scary like it's a new field of like exploration i'm like i touched boobs yeah i did it <laughs> i'm not the completely straight girl that i grew up thinking that exactly. i was yes Ooh. and that was that's one thing that we want to talk about was this concept called compulsory heterosexuality and it's this idea that we feel forced almost to be heterosexual because of the ideas that have been put on us by the patriarch and a heteronormative society. Yeah. Like, um, all of the conditioning that we receive as, you know, children growing up watching Disney princess movies, you know, with a Prince Charming and, you need to get married, you need to find a man, you know, yeah. to provide, like all of those kind of things that are pushed on to, you know, people from a very young age. Yeah. And just like not having the space to be fluid or mm-hmm. to question that. I, you know, I don't think I grew up with a whole lot of queer role, role models. I also did not, I don't think I had any around me either. Yeah. So I knew like one or two people. I didn't even really know much about it either growing up. Yeah, it wasn't talked about at all. No. So there is this like huge pressure to be what is considered like quote unquote normal and only do that because that's what's acceptable and you won't be ostracized. There was this quote we found in an article that said sort of like viewing all intimacy or connection between men and women as having to be sexual or, or romantic. So it can't be platonic. If you're friends with a man, it's like a sexual or romantic They have to want to be, you know, they, they probably want to fuck you. Yeah, it like has that to be a sexual thing. thing. Totally. And I mean, you saw it in movies all the time. They'd be like, oh, my best friend is this guy. And then they'd like end up together later. Totally. Like you were was, like, oh, yeah. Okay, so that's how that works. Uh-huh. Why can't we normalize just having platonic male friends? Yeah. Or vice versa. If you're a guy, like, have your platonic women friends. And if you hook up, you hook up. Exactly. I don't know. But, you know. And I think we're moving towards that more and more. I think so, too. I think there's definitely a lot of, like, people out there that still think, like, oh, I have to want to fuck them if I'm going to be their friend. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Especially, I think, for males, uh, sadly. But um, I think that there are more guys waking up to the idea that, like, oh, I can be friends with this person who happens to be a woman uh, without, like, having these feelings of wanting to fuck them. And you can still have, like, nice, intimate relationships with people that don't involve sex. Exactly. And I think we're moving more and more towards having this fluid society, which is really nice Mm -hmm. because I 
Yeah, I just never thought that was a thing. I didn't think it was allowed. I was really scared to ever mention things to people, even though when I was younger, I had like a few experiences with girls where we would like make out and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is normal. Yeah, (laughs) I completely agree. I feel like I grew up watching all of my friends or my girlfriends around me, like be in relationships and like, you know, have boyfriends and like my friends older sisters and her boyfriends i'd like remember i'd fall asleep like listening to them talk on the phone oh and i know really cute but um i that was never like my case growing up i was never like a relationship kind of girl so i was always like questioning why that was and then i kind of like i think eventually internalized that uh onto my like self-worth yeah like if you weren't in a relationship you felt less there's something wrong with yeah because all my friends could find you know yeah that i hopped from like relationship to relationship i was never able to feel completely comfortable being vulnerable with guys Mm. like growing up it was always like just with my girlfriends like thinking about it now i'm like oh i wasn't actually being vulnerable i just was trying to be liked by men yeah so same kind of like my self-worth came from this male validation mm-hmm. which i feel like is now going to come up a lot oh yeah while we talk about this oh, because yeah i definitely you know it take two three hours to do my makeup um stuff my bra fake tan like all of the oh, stuff yeah, for male validation in middle school even though it's funny because i had pictures of girls in bikinis taped to my wall <laughs> as inspiration oh my god but i mean huh. honestly i was attracted to that i was like why do i love gay porn so much yeah it was like edward cullen <laughs> and then fucking girls in bikinis like in like megan fox yeah like miley cyrus on my wall <laughs> yeah well that makes sense yeah i like it makes sense i didn't realize until i talked to a friend of a friend of ours who's um who's gay i was like i always date these really feminine men and she was like do you think maybe there's like a reason <laughs> and i was like oh okay this is like making concept making more sense now okay yeah you know it was hard i never felt like i i could openly admit that i had these attractions to women i don't think i ever had like I think what helped me, because this is pretty recent that I've been able to like openly, you know, express that I do, I am a little gay. I am (laughs) a little queer for sure. You know, very recently, I feel like I wasn't able to like say that because I didn't feel like I was like queer or gay enough. Yeah. And I think since I've like made more friends that are that do identify as queer and gay and bi that i've been able they've actually like kind of helped me talk through these thoughts of my own identity um and made me like feel more comfortable in how i like identify yeah you know yeah i i'm not gay enough yeah i'm not gay enough to be a lesbian but i'm not straight enough to be straight and there were stereotypes of like you know what being gay was like like yeah grown up you know yeah absolutely and it was never like relatable for me because i think i still had the mindset that i needed to marry a man and i needed a man to come yes save me and well they never have so (laughs) 
They've certainly fallen short in that. No, I'm not, I will not any, be relying on that. If anything, they've done quite the opposite. Quite. And now I'm like, I am terrified of that. No, thank you. Go away with your one-eyed demon in your pants. <laughs> Ew. I don't. That's some imagery. One-eyed demon. That's hilarious. Just wiggling and staring at you with yep. his one little eye. Yeah, creepy. Yeah, I used to think things were gross too when I was little. Yeah, they just kind of freaked me out. Yep. I don't know. I never wanted to touch them or look at them. I never look at one and I'm like, that is a thing I want inside me. Even in high school, like my first, you know, few sexual experiences with guys, it was never like me exploring them. Mm. It was always them initiating and them exploring me and me just kind of like taking it. I was kind of submitting to. Yeah. And because it's I not thought like, that's what you had to do. Like I saw a video the other day that was like, ha- have you just never experienced that sex is something the two, that you, you're supposed to experience together? Not something that's just done to you. Yes. My friend actually was telling me that she's like, you've never, you know, given your body to a man. Like you've never like made that conscious decision with a guy before. Yeah. And I'm like, what? People do that? She's like, yeah like you know you've never been in a a deep relationship with a man and like allowed him to like have take your body like you know have your body explore it and i'm like no oh yeah never i think about it i've never thought about the fact that i had to kind of permit someone to do that yeah which is scary that's actually really sad yeah it's kind of making me uncomfortable yeah um I mean, it's good to learn that, you know, we are taught up. We are raised, like, not considering this until later. Oh, yeah, dude. So it's good to think about it, though. Yeah. Just sexual orientation in general is becoming this really broad topic totally yeah it's not just like you're gay you're straight or you're bi it's Mm -hmm. like you can be pansexual you can be asexual you can move in and out through those Mm -hmm. things throughout you know you can evolve through different phases yeah of um just understanding that everybody is going through i mean maybe not everybody but a lot of people are like just trying to figure it out and it's all completely you know unique to each person like their journey of self-exploration it's all it all varies it's all unique yeah everyone has their own way of finding themselves and now there's not just like your sexual orientation there's this new thing of your romantic orientation mm-hmm. which i literally just learned about like two days ago which i i, <laughs> I love like i love just like this concept i love this concept i think it's so cool as a as someone who's always identified as like a hopeless romantic oh, me too. i'm like okay cool let's talk about like romanticism and yeah how it doesn't have to be applied to just you know a male and woman yeah courtship and there's so much involved in like romance and intimacy yeah and intimacy for a long time i thought just meant sex mm-hmm, or like romance was always sex. equivalent to sex. to sex like yeah. roses on the bed yeah and like that was condoms. what romance was and it's yeah. like that's not 
all that it has to be. No. And so now there's this thing called your your romantic orientation, or they also called it what was a affectional orientation. Mm, okay. So, and I'm just gonna read this because I am very new on this subject. And it says that it indicates the sex or gender with which a person is most likely to have a romantic relationship or fall in love. It is based on the perspective that sexual attraction is only a single component of a larger dynamic. True. And I love that. Mm -hmm. Like growing up being, you know, I always thought I was a hopeless romantic. I love the idea of romanticism, but I always thought it was like it didn't happen for me or I couldn't experience it because it had to come from a man. But then like looking back at all, a lot of my friendships growing up, my closest girlfriends and me, like pretty romantic things that we did together. It wasn't sexual ever, but we did romantic activities together. Yeah. And so now I know that it doesn't, you know, I feel like also with women, it takes away the pressure of sex a lot of the time because I've had this issue so much in relationships where my boyfriend will want to go out to dinner or something. And my immediate assumption is that we have to have sex afterwards. Mm. And I would always start to get really uncomfortable during the meal because mm-hmm. I was like, I just I know he's going to want to have sex with me afterwards. And if he pays for the food or whatever the date I'm going to have to have sex with him. Mm -hmm. And then I would get so anxious and so turned off and I would just shut down. And then, you know, this guy, whether he assumed that or not. And most of the time I was dating very nice people and they, Mm -hmm. you know, more recently than I was in the past. But like my two most recent, I would say, relationships, when I brought it up with them, they were like, what? I don't care if we have sex or not. Like, that's not why I wanted to take you out. Yeah. And I felt this just huge pressure that I always had to have sex if I went out on a date with a guy. Yeah. And I owe them them something. Yeah, I owe them something. Yeah. Which back to that fucking back to, you know, validation. validation. Women know how it is to be a woman exactly so they take a lot of that pressure away Uh and this isn't like supposed to be a man hating no thing i'm not trying to say that i just like that's how i felt with men Mm -hmm. because of what has been pushed on us by this fucking patriarch yeah and whatever else you know you go to dinner and you have sexy time and they get you all liquored up and then Mm -hmm. you you know and romance doesn't even need to be just for like relationships between people it could be you know people romanticize their lives or their days or you know like um i saw this quote it was like a, about romanticizing the like autumn because mm-hmm. like why not you know so yeah. it's like just creating cultivating like this feeling of like appreciation and love um and it could be for anything it doesn't have to be yeah you know it doesn't have to it doesn't have to lead to these it sexual have things to be between a man and a woman only. Yeah. Like, it could be you and platonic. a tree could have a romantic day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. When 100%. I would love that. And it doesn't That's have to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Again, it doesn't have to lead to sex. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to lead to. We're, we're separating like, you know, who you could be affectionately or romantically attracted to. Um, we're separating that from like who you might just be sexually attracted to. Yeah, I, you know, sexually 
very attracted to like I like to have sex with men I also like to have sex with women but maybe I feel more romantically attracted and am able to connect more so on a romantic level with women Mm -hmm. more in my experience Mm -hmm. so it's like we're separating romance from sex right they can be two different things yes and then they can come together you know if you're yeah but we can also have them be separate yes which is really cool yeah because there are like people that i'm very sexually attracted to but i'm like i don't want to have i wouldn't actually have sex with them well and i'm like i don't want to have like a romantic intimate relationship with you (laughs) i just like for some reason really want to suck on your face i don't know why but i get that actually you know what i mean no i've been in that situation before too where i'm like yeah actually i'm not like romantically into you at all yeah but I just You're for some reason want to like yeah just make out a I'll little bit. your face and like people are just like oh I'm like come on mm-hmm. let's all be fluid yeah. everyone should be more fluid that is the point fine we're really making <laughs> everyone should just be a little little gay Every, the world gay. would be better if it was more queer yeah I mean I think we're slowly getting there we so. really are <laughs> We really are. And it's hard to explain that to people. Even in one of my most recent relationships, I asked him, I was like, if I meet a girl or someone that I just really want to make out with, can I do that? And he was like, no, what the fuck? And I was like, well, I'm not emotionally invested. I just, I want to like make out with them. Yeah. I, you know, it doesn't have to lead anywhere. I think there was a scene there is in Broad City. Mm-hmm. Have you you watch that? I have. There's a scene where Alana and Lincoln, the guy she's seeing, are making a contract, and she's like, "Okay, I'm allowed to make out with ten people a year," and oh, he's like, "No, yeah. five people." Yeah. And I'm like, "That's kind of cool." Like, they're you know, she wants to be in this relationship with this guy, but she also knows herself, and you know, I mean, that's kind of like why people sometimes you know decide to become in or be in open relationships yeah. right and yeah. i think that you know relationships for me personally i believe like should start with a base of like a deep trust yeah so like that's the only way it's gonna work exactly ever. so if you have that and you guys can have these open conversations where you are both open-minded and respect each other's like you know needs to and wants to explore but like still keep and that just trust. Like having that boundary of like maybe this person in the relationship having just boundaries. wants to like yeah yeah have dinner with somebody else or something. Mm-hmm. Communication mm-hmm. is crucial. Yeah. Communication, honesty, and boundaries. Yeah. And trust. I again saw something on TikTok that was like, my wife just got home from her date and I asked her how it was and they were replying to this comment that was like, don't you get mad? Don't you get jealous? And he was like, no, she's right here. That would be the expectation, right? Because that's how we were kind of raised to think. Like, how dare you? You know, I own you. You know, but it's like, yeah, it goes back to like, I feel like that idea that men have ownership of women, uh you know? Yeah. Like, and that's why they got married and stuff. Not the only reasons, but like, yeah, it gets to that point. Yeah. Something with that, too, I feel like for me and the romantic orientation thing, I almost feel like I'm still stuck in the compulsory heteronormative thing because part of me feels like outwardly I still can only be with a man. 
I can relate to that because I feel like, I mean, I've always had this idea in my head that like my soulmate, you know, would probably look like a man. But now I'm trying to like question that belief. You know, it's hard for me to picture me outwardly with a woman. When I picture like a future in my head, I just always see a man. And I don't know if that's this compulsory thing Mm -hmm. or if it's, I don't know, man, just like confusing. Yeah. (gasps) And, And overwhelming. Like then I am, you know, since I started really knowing that I was more queer and I was, and I'm allowing myself to be in that community. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, my life could look so much different than I thought it would. Totally. Yeah. Like I could end up with, I don't even know who I I could end up with Owen. I could end up with a farm of dogs. Uh I don't know. I mean, I've been going through the same thing lately too, where like, you know, I've been just envisioning my future and I'm like, well, what if I'm, what if I end up an old woman with a woman? With a partner who's a yeah. woman, or uh, or dogs, or I no one, know. or maybe it's a man, who knows? Or am I just attracted to people? Yeah, definitely. Is I, it? A, does it have to be a gender thing? I don't fucking know. No, that's what I'm trying to, you know, come back to is like just staying open, open minded, and yeah. not not like labeling or like you know have creating two different. Or boxes, you know, like yes. just staying open because that's what, that's what's true. And that's what is real for most, you know, most humans, I feel like personally. Yeah. It's hard not to want a label either because people ask. I know. You know, it's they're hard. like, well, they do. What are you? Or it's like, like well, what do you like? And you're like, huh? I don't fucking know, don't dude. Know I yet. have no idea. Check like, back later. Yeah, I haven't experienced everything. Yeah. And I know I want to experience more people and just like different people. Yeah, you I know? agree. I think I've been with enough white males at this point. I'm good <laughs> on that front, maybe. But like, <laughs> again, just like staying open, you uh-huh. know, and I don't know. I feel like I'm moving towards the point of just liking the person like getting to that point of being pansexual yeah that's how i feel too like i'm just attracted to who i'm attracted to Mm -hmm. because there are times when people have been like oh well if you like women aren't you attracted to this person this this woman over here or if you like men like don't you find him attractive that's what i'm saying like like, i feel like with other labels that could insinuate like having these expectations yeah for certain Whatever, however you present or identify in, I think that that could be, I think that's harmful. Having- People are like immediately going to think that you like this one thing kind of. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or yeah, like this one way of being or doing, you know, yeah. it's just like, no, I think that when you connect with someone, um, obviously there's chemistry involved and it's deeper than that and you can't really put that into its own cat like, yeah you know you that's can't really label that either yeah the connection thing is the that's the best way and it's it. just it happens organically yeah you can't force it and when you force it then you then it comes to all this like confusion confusion and awkwardness resentfulness yeah like, yeah and that's you know going back to saying like everyone's sexual identity and uh it's all just so unique to the yeah. person and you can just like dick 
Yeah, it's totally fine. You can dress like vagina. That's totally fine. It's totally fine. It should all be fine. It's it should fine. It should all be fine. You know. But we should be, you know, aware of how we uh are, you know, pushing these uh expectations onto Yeah, others. and like lifestyles. Exactly. Like we, how you should be, you know. Because it's also okay to like both. And it's yeah. also okay to like whatever or like, not like any of stay, anybody's genitals. Yeah, stay in your lane. Yeah, so keep your mind open and respect Just others. Just be like a good person. Yeah. Be, be nice. curious. Learn. Yeah. Talk. Respect. Just respect each people. other. I don't understand. Especially respect each other before you have sex. Yes. This if is you important. want. If you want. If that's your thing. <laughs> Hopefully it is. <laughs> and if you don't like respect during sex, have the respect to talk about that first, yeah you know yeah and that's like Maybe therapist could help with that <laughs> i meant with the partner oh. okay <laughs> i see where you're going yeah i see okay i was thinking more of like a you know situation <laughs> where maybe you like to be like beat on or peed on during oh sex. i see i find that like i would i would think of that as disrespectful Disrespect. some people could think maybe of it they being safe with someone that yeah, it allowed to happen because of boundaries, communication exactly. and boundaries. Yep. That is going to do it for part one. Check out part two where we discuss hookup culture, hypersexuality, consent, knowing your worth and so much more.